Radio Zoom 142. From Vancouver into the world. Podcasting for the hell of it. This is Radio Zoom. This is Radio Zoom. This is Radio Zoom. This is Radio Zoom. This edition of Radio Zoom will be a little different than normal, but you know what? There's a lot of backlog of audio that I need to get to. What better time to do it than right now? And this one is more um, adventures of the same, I guess you could kind of say. Because when we go and we go and explore things, me and Rebecca, I take the recorder. And uh, this is from back in, oh, August. We are on um, on our way back from a weekend in Osoyoos. So we talk about our weekend and uh, hanging out in the Okanagan, traveling to and from Osoyoos, uh, from Vancouver and back. And all this is actually recorded after the weekend. So it's a hodgepodge of recording and us talking about the weekend shortly or very early in the morning from when we left and so i'll just kind of let it speak for itself you can kind of hear it as it unfolds if you want the music links if you want to know who the music is uh done by and uh, who creates it go to the website radiozoom.net check out the show notes and go follow the links to those artists in the meantime check out this cut from less than jake off of their latest album, and the song is called The Rest of My Life. Adventures in the Soyuz. Here we go. I fell asleep last Saturday Underneath polluted skies I walked alone in those Jersey nights And I saw the boardwalk start to fall The emptiness starts to drown The quiet corners of this town And I Late last night, I made my plans It was the only thing I felt I could do Said goodbye to my best friend Sometimes no one left to tell you the truth It's gonna kill me the rest of my life Let me apologize why I'm still And it's with psychopathy. 
Highway 3, the crow's nest, leaving the Okanagan Valley at about 4.30 in the morning. How are you feeling? I'm okay. Doing all the driving. Luckily, we've got, um, we got some coffees, and uh, the sun is starting to kind of slowly pop up from what I can kind of scope out in between the, uh, the mountain views. We did just see a uh, shooting star not long ago. Yep, and a fox. Oh yeah, yeah, the fox. And then also you see these little viewpoints and you see little people, like campers. Uh, that's more like a, one of those VW buses, much like what Uncle Weed is a big fan of. Pulled off to the side and sleeping and camping and... Oh, who knows what else in the dark, dark night on the crow's nest. But we rolled into town Friday slash Saturday around the same time, and we're rolling out on Tuesday. And, yeah. What town? I guess we didn't specify. I only said we were leaving the Okanagan Valley, but what town were we in? We were in the South Okanagan Valley. We were in Osoyoos. And these, uh, I always call it the Osoyoos. <laughs> because it's the Osoyoos. The. It's a small little resort town, basically. Um, truth be told, this is the second time they're actually recording this, because the first time around didn't sound too good. After a quick listen back. Oh my gosh, is that somebody else on the road up ahead? Yeah. Do you think we'll be the only people driving home from a, a holiday long weekend? No, because we heard some people saying they were going to leave early this morning. So, shouldn't be too bad, though, but so far I think we've We've only passed, like, two vehicles. People from Vancouver, people from Alberta, all on vacationing in Osoyoos. That's right, because uh, we saw... Osoyoos is a town of about 5,000 people normally, and it swells up to about... I don't know, 30 during the summer. So it gets kind of crazy because there's a lot of people that own condos or... Camping and boating. What? Or in the winter time it swells up too because uh, for skiing. That is if you can get over the mountain passes with chains on your tires, right? Yeah. And then there's the people with those those freaking jet skis that they bring up on, on the beach and they reek and smell of gasoline. Yeah, that's kind of annoying. Yeah, just slightly. But. We had a wonderful opportunity to hang out in a Soyuz for the long weekend. Um, a gracious host with some gracious amenities that uh, we were able to enjoy greatly. And, and by enjoy, I mean by making you itch and and uh, slightly sunburn. <laughs> yeah, sunburn on top of itchy skin from lake water. Mm, yeah. <laughs> 
don't know why that is, but uh, I kind of woke up this morning. I'm like, ah, I feel a little itchy. And that is, it's, it's kind of a weird kind of feeling. I don't know. So I need to talk about your itching on the podcast. I know, but it's just kind of, I need to go home and take another shower. It's kind of weird, but we did a lot of swimming, did a lot of hanging out on the beach because the Soyuz is, as you mentioned earlier, it is Canada's only desert. Typically, what would you say is, like, the weather like out here? Hot. Dry. <laughs> so, put that into scientific terms. <laughs> hot and dry. Yes, hot and dry. So, it's kind of... Uh, like, well, they, they would see, even said, like, a few days ago, it was like, oh, it's a 10% chance of showers. and Or 20% chance of showers on Monday. And not... Each day, it like well, yesterday was probably the worst weather of all because it was no wind. <laughs> yeah, it was sunny every day. Just yesterday, there was no wind, so it was just stifling. Yeah, with a few clouds in the sky. Other than that, it was that was it. But yeah, the first day really windy. Nice. It was nice. It was, was bearable. Like when you go to a tanning salon and you're sitting in the bed and they have the fan on. Like you're still getting really hot and really tan, but you got the fan going, so it doesn't feel as bad. Yeah, like that. But then, second day, not as windy, still hot, not that bad. Yesterday, no wind, and that was just stifling. It was just, it was just, ugh, unbearable. Well, enjoyable. <laughs> like, because it seemed like, you know, we got out there, and within 20 minutes, it's like, let's at go least, in the water. Since there was no wind, we could play frisbee. Yeah. Diving catches into the lake. But you have some mad frisbee skills now because you've been practicing really well, I must say. Yeah, you, <laughs> you caught me <laughs> practicing frisbee in the middle of the night. <laughs> what, what are you doing in there? Nothing. <laughs> practicing my frisbee toss. <laughs> it's a skill worth having. You never know where you'll be. And your frisbee throwing skills will save your life. You're looking so pretty.
is very good times, very relaxing. We needed a we needed time to get away from Vancouver because we were actually just kind of scanning the radio dial a little while ago, and somehow we ended up with a, a CBC on the radio, but it was TV, uh, the audio of basically of a TV newscast. We have not been on the internet since Friday, and it's Tuesday. Completely unplugged, completely off the grid. We've made some good food. We got the barbecue out, and we grilled steak and peppers, and then chicken, grilled chicken wraps with asparagus, and yum. Yeah, it was nice to have access to a grill. I had a lot of fun cooking stuff on the grill. And uh, just relaxing. We watched a few movies, Talladega Nights, not as good as we hoped it would be. Yeah, not even one of those ones that's so stupid that it's funny. It was just kind of dumb. <laughs> and then we also watched the Tenacious D Pick of Destiny. Yep. That yeah, was okay. Yeah, it was okay. I, I was entertained. I'm Jack Black fan. Tenacious D fan. So overall, though, it was really enjoyable. I'm watching some of the sun come up here and just kind of play with the mountains, though. Even though we're headed... Even though we're headed west, John, you'd get a better view looking back. Well, actually, that would be... The east is actually on our right side right now, because even though we're heading west, the way that these roads go is you have to zigzag so much through the mountains that some certain points you're actually heading back the direction that you're, that you're coming from. But, um... So on the right side of the vehicle right now is... I can just tell it's the east because it's more light coming up over the horizon. Which is completely throwing me off because I, I you know me and my directions well, you, here. You are the person who completely led us in the wrong, wrong direction yesterday. Oh no, sorry, the other day when we decided to take a mini road trip through the South Okanagan. Because you had the map upside down and I had to tell you which way was, which way was up. This is true. We took an impromptu road trip to uh, Penticton because uh, just we started off driving. We we're gonna go hit some wineries, and we decided, you know, let's just keep driving, just go explore. And on the way back, I thought, hey, let's take this little detour. Look, John, we want to be heading uh, south and east. Where are we going right now? It looks like we're you're taking us in a weird direction. And yeah, yeah, that little compass on the bottom of the map is there for a reason. I got it figured out, though, and we still did take a detour, and it worked out. Yes. Took us into the very heart of wine country, because this is the Napa Valley of Canada. I, I'm tired of saying that, though. This is... The Okanagan's the Okanagan. I, you know... Well, it, it, to put it in layman's terms, I guess. I don't know. Um, but Oliver's the wine capital of Canada. Yes, it is. It is. According to the sign out at the front of the town city limits, of course, but... When we took our little detour, it was a road much like what we're on right now, just, you know, two-lane uh, highway, and on one side, just vines, all the way up until, like, to the bottom of the mountain, and then to the, to the right side, vines, or vineyards, basically, you know, just all the way down to the, to the road, to the, uh, to the 97 down to the bottom of the valley, and then back up to the other side of the valley just vineyards everywhere and it was just it was pretty cool very very hot but very very cool and that was our little road trip there's some no maybe it wasn't looked like some reflective eyes off on the side of the road but I'm trying to watch out for you as you drive thank 
trying to help be an extra pair of eyes to scan for any um, deer, bear, which we think we saw some bear on the way out here, but of course it was 2 o'clock in the morning and you've been driving and... Uh, I was spotting those raccoons. It wasn't raccoons, it was just something very large. Seinfeld reference. Oh. I was, thinking, I was thinking about the things that are very large on the there side of the road. There was a raccoon in my dream last night. You just reminded me. I mean, this morning. I mean, yeah. Wow, yeah. I think it was because I saw that story on the news about the baby beaver. And I think I had a dream about a baby beaver. <laughs> uh, I don't want to ask. Uh, or, <laughs> speaking of beaver, we need to go back to Asoya so we can go to the uh, the golden beaver winery. Yes, yes, yes. Which, according to your mom, they got new labels. Yeah, <laughs> she's been there, apparently. I was, I was very surprised, so. The sun continues to come up over the mountains, off to the sides, and hopefully very soon we'll be able to be inside Manning Park, which means we're going to get ourselves closer to Hope, and in Hope, we hope to get some nice greasy spoon breakfast. Yeah, do you want to hear an interesting short story about Hope? Let's hear it. Okay, well, for my provincial exam for English, you always had a topic, like, our teacher would prepare us for the provincial exams, which I guess are, you know, they're the finals that you take when you're in grade 12, and this is what you base your entrance into university and stuff on. Anyway, um, there's always, they give you one word, and you have to write, like, this huge essay based on this one word, and one year, or not one year, but when I was in grade 12, the word was hope. So I wrote my entire essay on when um, when I was younger, my dad actually did business and some magazine distribution in Hope, and he'd, he'd do runs every month or so, and he'd drive us out to Hope, my sister and I, and we'd go exploring through the Othello tunnels. So it was all about, like, Hope the town and not, like, actual Hope. Uh, but then I kind of tied it in really nicely, and I got a really good grade. That's all. That's my story. <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> what did we just pass through? What, what, what town was that? Just as you started that story and as you ended that story, we passed through a town. What, what is that? It's probably Headley. Headley? I thought it was Medley, but Headley? Medley. <laughs> no, Headley. <laughs> That's how small that town was. It took, it took you that small long. town. I come from a small town. <laughs> a lot of these small towns remind me of the small town I grew up in. No, that was, that was a lot tinier than the town you grew up in. Oh, yeah, this is true. Osoyoos is more yeah, the size. Yeah, more like the town you grew up in. Osoyoos, not during peak season, is the town you grew up in. Yeah. Except we don't have a home hardware. <laughs> we had McNeil's, the most awesome hardware store in the world. Hope is unborn memories, untreatable disease. Broken ties are crashing in around me supposed to be safe if the future's on the take then these plans could hardly count as fate and you you were right
beautiful uh, early morning sunlight, although we got cloud cover, but we're in the middle of Manning Park, which how big, Manning Park is fairly sizable, is it not? It's huge. Like, isn't it one of the largest provincial parks in uh, BC? Mm, I don't know. It's probably in the top half. Okay. But we've been uh, still on our route home, route, route, and zigzagging through the uh, the wilderness. Just came out of the mountains, and uh, off in the distance we could see some snow-capped mountains, which, you know, even in the middle of, well, actually we're in the beginning of August now, but the middle of summer, there's still snow-capped uh, mountains in the area. We were following this one semi, or semi, uh, coming down one of the mountain passes, and he was going probably about 20, 30 clicks. Yeah, down the hills, they usually put on their flashers and go pretty slow. Yeah. Now we can't even see them. <laughs> we thought that once we could get to a passing lane, which there are four lanes here going through Manning Park. No, no. Oh, there he is. Way, 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 way up there. And he's got... It's not this, a small semi by any means. It's got one of those extendable little things on the back of it. So he's he's hauling a, a fair share of stuff. And what, looks like lumber. Yeah. Packaged lumber. You were saying something to me earlier about how you wished you could look over <laughs> at some of the mountain streams and and see what? See a bear fishing. <laughs> what, what's the likelihood? <laughs> What's the likelihood that you'd see something like that here? Oh, no idea. I've, I've never seen a bear on the road in Manning Park before, or, you know, around the road area, so who knows. I did see a bear the other day. You did? I've seen them before, like driving through Rocky, the Rockies and stuff like that, but never in southern BC. Well, I saw one up in Whistler. Because yeah. I was actually up there for, the, for, for my job. Uh, which I don't think we've ever really talked about, but, you know, we can get to that another time. But I was up in Whistler, and I mentioned to somebody that I've never seen a bear before. And they were like, oh, wow, you know, because they were talking about how they saw a bear earlier that day, and there was one that lived up in the trees up a little ways. And uh, is this a song I should fast forward to? Sure. Who is it? Huh? Who is this? We're listening to... to uh, Rebecca's iPod. Oh, this is Ben Folds. That's okay. Just on Super Shuffle. The reason I put on Super Shuffle is because I know you never know what might you know surprise me <laughs> that's on her iPod. Uh huh. You're just trying to catch me with like some Nickelback or something, aren't you? Nickelback. <laughs> no, anyway, um, in Whistler, the guy was saying how there was a, a bear that they saw earlier today, and he lives up in the up, he lives in the trees. But, uh, of course, we were on a uh, resort, ski resort, and it was up kind of in the, on the slope. Well, of course, it's barren now because there's no snow right now. But uh, in the trees, it kind of intersperse in between the, the ski hills. Supposedly, this is where this one black bear lived. And he's like, yeah, I'll, you know, he, you never know. He, he might pop out. You never know what you might see. It's like, I'll keep my eye out for you. And the guy was so set and intent to... He's like, he kept telling me about well, once every half hour. Holy cow, yeah. No. 
but uh, he kept telling me, he's like, I'm looking for this, looking out for this bear, man. You're going to see your first bear today. It's like, okay, okay, whatever. The next thing you know, two people, you know, because the, the word of me not seeing a bear kind of, you know, made its way through the group of people I was with. And next thing you know, people are like, John, John, you know, and they're pointing and they're shouting and they're, and I look up and sure enough, about, I'd say a hundred yards away, up the, the hill, there was a bear and he was just walking along. I was like, wow, you know, so I've got pictures of it. I'm sure I'll post them on Flickr. I just haven't downloaded them yet because that was on Friday and we left that, that night for our Soyuz. Yeah, I have my Hillary Duff concert pictures I need to post too. That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's about as pretty as a bear. Uh, I don't know what that means. But then, of course, this bear, though, walks across and goes over to this, this side area near this resort hotel thing and then actually comes down and actually stops, you know, is eating something. I don't know if it was eating berries. I don't know if it was eating flowers or roots of weeds. I, I don't know what it was, but it was eating something. And of course, people started busting out their cameras and and getting as close as they can to it. I, I kept my fair share distance, but I would have to say that I came within 30 yards of a bear that was a pretty decent size. He's probably a little young from being like a full-grown bear, but that doesn't mean that it couldn't hurt you any less. So it was a really crazy, impressive experience. Uh, I don't know how long, how close you've ever been. Of course, this is like a bear that's in the wild, but obviously was able to to tolerate the the stupidity of some people that were, you know, trying to get pictures. And like this one woman backed up, like put her back to the bear, scooted close towards the bear, and then she's like. Here, bear, look over here. Trying to get the bear to look in her direction so the person taking her picture could get the bear looking. But then she's like, actually, and she moves about five feet closer towards the bear, and then she tells the person taking the picture, move closer. Here's me getting mauled by a bear on my vacation. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, it was mind-blowing. You know, you hear about these people, but when you see it, it's just like, oh my gosh, I, I can't believe that they're even trying to really do this. So, the, the, Yeah, really quickly too. Where we're losing our, uh, our 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 semi as he pulls over to the side of the road, maybe for a coffee break, maybe for a smoke break. You never know. I need a smoke break. We're gonna take a break here and and uh, and hope and uh, hit our favorite greasy spoon spot yep. that we mentioned earlier. But uh, it's classy. It's then, really really classy. Gonna... Don't make fun of it. I'm not. I, I, I'm saying classy in a very... I can't wait to slip into that vinyl booth and... Oh, man. And then we're going to hit rush out. I was just thinking about this. We're going to hit, like, commuter traffic heading back into town. So, we'll see how that goes. Which could be really bad because the commuter traffic going in on the one... Well, uh, we're really in no rush except... Uh, I got We got to go home, unpack. We got to shower. I have to return the car, hop on a bus, and get to work. So... <laughs> They're pretty understanding with your work, but I've got to work this afternoon too. But my work is not as uh, time forgiving, so. But that's not until this afternoon, so I'll, I'll be fine. Might be a little tired, but I'll be fine. 
these are the gates. Have we left? Gates to hell. Well, have we left Manning Park? No, no, no. Those are just gates um, because we're getting into a little bit of a windy patch here. So okay, if it's like really snowy, really um, dangerous in the winter, they shut off that part or this part. What if you're in Manning Park? That means you just you can't leave? Yes, you can't leave. If you happen to be camping in treacherous conditions, then you can't leave. Okay. Why? Fair question. Ooh, and as we descend into this windy path, you can see the mountains up ahead with wisps of clouds up. rolling through them. You know how you go through and you get this, through these summits, like, and these passes, like uh, Sunday Summit, Allison Pass, Gibson Pass, and then there's signs on the side of the road. My mom always thinks she's so cheeky when she's like, oh, it's the Do Not Pass. <laughs> so we just saw that sign and it made me giggle. <laughs>
Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. That was a tasty, tasty, tasty breakfast at Raleigh's in Hope, B.C., don't you think? Mm. Although it's um, a lot colder here than it was in the Soyuz and in the mountains. Hoy! Had to bust out the uh, jacket to go along with the flip-flops and the shorts, waiting for the door to be unlocked. Interesting fact about Hope, B.C., the uh, transmitters off is that Rambo First Blood was filmed here. <laughs> How did you know that? Because there's a sign <laughs> over there where it says Rambo First Blood, um, Hope BC, whatever wow. location. But they're, they're like proud enough of it that the, they made a sign for it. Not only is it a sign, it's one of those things where you can stick your head through the little peephole oh, yeah. and then take one of those. Touristy uh, funky pictures. It's right Touristy there. You see it? Pictures? Yeah. That's the backside of it. Well, do you want to go there? Well, we know we we'll go get gas so we can get going home. Fine. But, no, it totally says. As you pull in here, I should be able to see it and read it. Um, I can't really see it very well. Yeah. Rambo, First Blood, Hope BC. Film location. Okay, pump gas. Alright, pump gas.
starting it just a little bit more like how the Scarborough dude does it. I don't know if you ever listened to the Scarborough dude, but he totally does uh, one of these things where he... And then, and then he comes on like, oh, enough of that. Enough. You don't want to hear that stuff. Of course, you don't want to hear me. And then he goes into like, you know, his long tie rides or whatever. Brilliant stuff though. Big fan. Dixon Janes. Love it. What were you saying just a little bit ago? What did you smell? <laughs> Coming into Chilliwack? <laughs> I'm like, I smell berries. I smell manure. I smell manure and berries. <laughs> it could have been the same thing. You never know uh, what they feed these cattle out here. But Welcome to Chilliwack. As we're just driving around Chilliwack. We're not driving around Chilliwack. We're driving through Chilliwack. Oh, so there's the problem. Well, see, we're driving around Chilliwack. Makes it think like we're cruising the strip or whatever. <laughs> we're on the highway. Which we did actually kind of cruise through Chilliwack on the way out to a Soyuz because we stopped to pick up gasoline, wasn't it? No, we stopped at Tim Home. Well, yeah, we got gas too. Right. That was a little scary. <laughs> I'm sorry to say it, but it was a little scary. It was. Well, I had been to I had been to the Hillary Duff concert on Friday night, and then I came home. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You, you have to say that as to why you were at the Hillary Duff concert because you, you you just don't randomly say, "Well, I was at the Hillary Duff concert last Friday." I'm a huge fan. No. <laughs> my sister and I took my niece, who's seven, and it was her first concert ever, so we had a pretty good time. And it was over about 9.45, maybe 10 o'clock. I think I, I was home by 10.30. You and I hit the road by about 11.30. And then we came out to Chilliwack, uh, got gas. What's and got now, Chilliwack? And got coffees. And it was like 1 o'clock in the morning. And we were at Tim Hortons. And arriving was like carloads of... Uh, mothers with their little daughters with Hillary Duff concert t-shirts on. Like, one o'clock. It sure took them a while to get out here. I had time to go home from the concert, change, drive out here. Yeah. But, yeah. They all had the little glow sticks and everything. And I think you've got pictures that you're going to post somewhere onto your site or something like that. So. One or two. A post-concert report. Oh, I can't wait to <laughs> read this one. No, I have to do that. And then I have to write about... Our weekend, like our four-day-long weekend, but now I have to go to work, so I'm probably not gonna have a blog post until t- tonight. Yeah, Something it's like the that. longest I've gone without blogging in a while. I know. It was nice just to kind of unplug over the weekend and enjoy things. We've actually been listening to quite a bit of talk radio on the way in, not only for the traffic updates, but just to kind of, well, for me to reconnect with the rest of the world and just kind of understand what the heck's going on. Like this whole Barry Bonds crap. Might I sound off about that for about the next 60 seconds, but I think it's a load of crap. I hate it. Just all the hype. And I don't think that... I I don't think Barry Bonds is um, worthy of the milestone or the recognition of the milestone that he's going to be uh, obtaining soon. I'm just... I'm sick of all the hype and the coverage of it. Not only is that, he's just not the... He's just not the type of athlete that I want to cheer on. He's just so full of himself and so cocky. Ah, and that's all we hear about. You know, 
coming up in sports, Barry Bonds, and then, or just any sports report. Well, Barry Bonds, Barry Bonds didn't hit the ball. Barry Bonds walked last night. Barry Bonds had spaghetti for dinner. You know, it's just, ugh, driving me nuts. So that's all I got to say about that. So we're on the, the home stretch here. Listening to the morning commuter traffic reports. Yeah, it doesn't sound too bad, but it looks like Hollywood it's going to slow down. backed up past 176. Patello's backed up past the pedestrian overpass, which isn't bad at all. Yeah. I'm just on autopilot right now. <laughs> and now I have to go to work. Ah. I know. Well, I might try to squeeze in a nap before I have to head, because I have to work a little later than in the day than, uh, than you have to, but I'll start later. So it doesn't pans out pretty decently that way. And we're about 30 clicks from Abbotsford, so... Overall, good weekend. Yes, it was fun. It's good. Relaxing, non-scheduled, just kind of went as we wanted to go, and uh, not ready for it to be over. We didn't want to leave. No, <laughs> I didn't want to go. I don't want to come back. But that's why you, you know you work hard, you play hard. The rain's starting to fall again. And the traffic is starting to pick up compared to the uh, not a car in sight that we had going through Manning to... It's getting to be... Well, it's going to be bumper to bumper here pretty soon. I like this car. It's pretty good. Giving up this little Yaris will be pretty difficult. But uh, I think we got to get one. It's good because it's, um, it's a Toyota. And it's very, 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 very fuel efficient. Yeah, totally. I think we've spent less than like sixty dollars the entire route there and back yeah. for uh, for and then we fuel. We also did that little that little jaunt up the Okanagan Valley. So we went about a thousand kilometers, I guess. Didn't yeah. we? Three hundred, about three hundred, four hundred, something like that. And then we did about a hundred that other day. So while we're on the, the matter of uh, reviewing different products and hoping that Toyota gives us a free Yaris <laughs> to uh, podcast uh, our adventures from, uh, Rickards White, I had you try that over the weekend because I tried it yeah. before. What do you think? I'm not usually one to go putting fruit in my beer, but when you sliced up that orange and plunked it in that Rickards White, mm-mm-mm, that was tasty. <laughs> So that's for, uh, who owns Rickards? Molson? There you go. Well, whoever owns Rickards. There's a good plug for your product. But uh, that was definitely the, the the cream on top of the, the weekend. It's a, it's a wheat ale with hints of coriander and citrus. Hence why the orange brings it out. So I definitely recommend doing that. That was a, uh, that was a, a neat experience. Combined with all the great food that we made for ourselves and everything. So, yeah. Good stuff. We'll do this again sometime. And again and again and again. I hope so. (laughs) Adios. Bye-bye.